I do believe we are live and we're recording and we're recording. <laughs> I think so. I could be wrong. Maybe I only dreamed pressing all the buttons. In any case, hello and welcome to Pack Tactics Season 3. This is Episode 30, The Search for JR. So, wait, we're on Season 3? How long have I been asleep? Oh no. I've got some bad news for you. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> So, you know in Futurama, when Fry, really early on, goes into that cryogenic chamber? Um, yeah. I thought that was a really good name. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up hundreds of years later and you're like, ah, I'm almost well rested. Where's the snooze button? Just on principle. <laughs> well, this is a homebrew D&D campaign. Uh my name is Crash. I will be your DM for the evening, and tonight I am joined by a bunch of incredibly awesome people, including, but not limited to, Ellie, Eo, Jen, Matt, and Cindy. We've got LFA hanging out in chat. I imagine Archbeth is not far behind somewhere She's out there. She's been at um, a thinky, 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 thinky urgent care. Oh. Okay. I did see uh, what she was tweeting, so that that was an adventure. And I guess I, I shall leave it at that. All right. So, with all of this being said, what happened last week? Last week we found a maze. We proceeded through the maze, trying to take careful protocol to always turn to the right and make a mark, mark each time we do. And then we came across some stalactites and stalagmites that had fused. A couple of us, including JR, went around them to see if there was anything on the other side in this big cavern. When all of a sudden some garrot wire appeared around JR's neck and he disappeared. The rest of the party is very angry at this and ready to turn this mountain into a crater if we have to. Then we fought some multi-armed creatures. There were some nope. There were big ones and they were squishy. Or at least you made them go squish. Yes. I believe there was a pancake involved. <laughs> I think there was. Worst <laughs> pancake. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. The- Stay away from the syrup. That, that's not syrup. <laughs> okay. And how long does the Earth Elemental stay up for? Uh, he will hang around for an hour. Okay. So you still have an Earth Elemental hanging like out. Like my you. turret. Yep. Okay. Uh, the turret will go over to the Earth Elemental and say, Hi, how are you doing? I'm a turret. I saw you smash things. You're really good at that. Can you shoot things like I can? It will nod. Turret's making friends. I'm so proud. It understands but it can only speak primordial. So it will nod or shake its head no. It can't can't shoot things. Oh, that's a shame. But I bet you can throw things really far. You look very strong. It will will shake, nod its head up and down. (laughs) Begin to slowly put its hands around the turret. (laughs) (laughs) Aww. Well, aww if it's a hug. Oh, no, if it's a crushing embrace. Well, he did indicate that I could throw things. I'm not sure if I throw the well. Oh, no. So, inspiration. <laughs> he pauses long enough to look at Snacks, and he's like, Snacks just kind of shrugs, and like, I don't know. What? Huh? Um, <laughs> is this still making friends? Everybody's playing nice over there, right? So far, he has done nothing but has pl- placed his hands upon the turret. Uh, Snacks will say, is the turret wanting to be thrown? 
Um, I don't think there's anything to throw it at. Fair. Well, I uh, do think would... flight would be an interesting adventure. I think that if I was throwing it, it much be more of it, like following with style. And I'm not really up for that. Then the elemental will, will take its hands off the turret. Thank and you. And kind of shrug his shoulders and, and <laughs> lumber over towards snacks and wait. Okay, that oh, was really oh weird. Good. Really oh weird. Good. Oh, hey, Thanks. this is a rope Our bridge. Friend. Cool. Are we going to cross the rope bridge? Uh, maybe? Probably? It's still the farthest most to the right, so... Yeah, I like how you're like, this is a maze, this is a maze, and you've been going in a straight line the entire time. <laughs> we have. Yeah. That is how the rule works. It doesn't ma- actually matter if you follow it as the right-hand rule or the left-hand rule as long as you follow it, and don't get it mixed up in the middle. If you get it mixed up in the middle, you will get super lost. Well, you're assuming that the passages you've gone through before haven't changed. Hmm. Yeah, I am. The generator Probably I that, shouldn't assume, but... The generator that made this map lets me change tiles, rotate tiles, and swap tiles. Interesting. Just yeah. saying. Well, from a purely logical standpoint, even if it is changing shape, we're still better off sticking to a rule until we can discern a pattern to how it changes shape, even though the rule would be much less effective. It's... Better and than... also, it's gonna if it's changing shape, it's gonna change shape whether we follow the rule or not. So we lose nothing by following the rule. By the way, the force turret is halfway across the rope bridge. Oh, it takes after me. Okay, I'm following. Of course it does. Oh my goodness! <laughs> All it's right, a really long way down. All right, to the rope bridge. Yep, here mm-hmm. we go. Okay, uh, the rope bridge, as you can see in the map, leads to a small area that looks like it might have been a stalagmite that had the top of it cut off so it has a flat surface. It might not have been because it kind of looks like if it was a stalagmite, it was not made by limestone dripping down through water over many, many millions of years, but rather lava pouring in and piling up over perhaps a shorter period of time. But It remains that the area you have reached has a flat surface that appears to be an aftermarket addition after the stalagmite was formed that does allow for sturdy anchoring for the rope bridge that you've gone across. And as you look into the gloom, which isn't so bad for kobolds because, you know, kobolds, you're you're fine with the gloom. Uh, Others have adopted the darkness. You were born in it. It, Actually, (laughs) literally, you were born in it. Well, actually... No, you might not have been, because the cog bucket Prime doesn't have dark vision, so... Oh, yeah, maybe the, not. Yeah, those of you from that particular clutch of eggs might actually have been born in the light. But then everything kind of almost fell on us, I'm told. If by kind of you mean definitely and there were multiple <laughs> saving throws made, yes. Yeah... And that's the robot that was put in charge of raising new kobolds. Yep. What could possibly well, go wrong? He learned not to do that. We hope. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you can see that this is, in theory, a dead end. There is another rope bridge further down in the gloom that you can see going across, connecting two things. And beyond that, there is another platform like the one you're on but it is not connected to either of the rope bridges. Hmm. Does it look like we could climb down to the ground 
the ground is further down than your dark vision allows you to see. This would be a time when it would be really useful to have a flying carpet. Hey, Zax! Yeah? Wait, um, it's not connected to this side or it's not connected to either side because, um, I don't want to be stuck on over there. Well, it is the bottom portion of the map that I shared in Discord. I cannot read that well enough to figure out what that means. Okay, so basically, you've got... We're, we're, on the, we're on the platform that looks like an upside-down heart. Okay. And the rope bridge is the... The, the other rope bridge is the sequence of uh, teeth a little further down. And actually, throwing me probably wouldn't be that helpful because all my rope is behind, um... A bag of no. nope. <laughs> yeah. Well, how far is the rope bridge from this platform? Uh, I could perhaps, uh, I, my staff could jump us over there. It's maybe 15 feet. Oh, I could do that on my own. I also have 50 feet of rope. Yep, same. Haven't used it yet, I don't think. With 50 feet of rope for a 15-foot distance, you could possibly make a rope bridge to the rope bridge. What skill would be involved in that? If it's not survival, (laughs) I'd be surprised. (laughs) Because if you fail, you're not going to. Yeah. So the the big question to me is, do we want to try to take the risk to get to that rope bridge? Or do we want to go back to, hey, this is a maze, treat this as a dead end, double up and take the left turn on our previous junction? Um, I wish I'd built something for levitation today. How far is the way down? You don't know. You can't see it. Which means farther than 60 feet, which means our rope can't reach it. So as far as I'm concerned, it's a bottomless pit at this point. Probably is. Because if you wanted to tie a rope around me and sort of, um... Throw you over there? No, 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 not throw me over. <laughs> I mean, Actually, I that could you, work. I could get you back Actually, if you're wait, attached to the rope. Actually, wait, maybe that shouldn't work. I'm, I don't have a high strength. I have a strength of nine. There's a meme also, that details this exact situation, you know. Is there? I would know. But I was thinking you could lower me down and see if I could see the bottom, you know? Or you can become food for another one of those things we just fought. Yeah, let's not go fishing. Yeah, and also if the bottom is that far down, then even if it's safe to jump down from the rope, we might not be able to get back up because the ropes aren't long enough. So let's try I'll go with whatever. What? Let's treat this as a dead end. Yeah, that's my okay. vote. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. The fishing comment made me think of a previous out-of-context quote that we had for this game. Look... One of you needs to end up in the dragon's mouth, and you're the one wearing half plate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you decide, eh, we're not going to chance it. And the, the dark, horrible monsters that were, in fact, looking for friends and just wanted to have a tea party just sort of sigh heavily and cry <laughs> as you turn around and go back. <laughs> one of them had a welcome kobold sign they made up. <laughs> Some of the letters are backwards. None of this is true. Or is it? No. No, none of this is true. Okay, so you go back to uh, the room with the very large stalagmite slash tight. It's both. It's a pillar. Mm -hmm. And if you are continuing along the edge of the wall, 
uh, that would have you go down uh, the hallway that is to the east. Is that what you want to do, or do you want to go to a previous room? To the yes. east. To the that's, east. That's what keeps with the roll. Yeah. That's going to require me to make another screen capture. Okay. Okay. Uh, so as you go to the east, you go up some stairs that have been carved into the floor, and you hit another junction where uh, the way south has an additional set of stairs that go down, so things very quickly go out of sight. There's also stairs to the north that go down into a wider room where you do have a view of it, and that continues off to the north. It's sort of narrowing like a triangle, and then there's stairs beyond that, and that blocks your view from that. Or you could continue to the west, to the east rather, uh, because the hallway does continue in that direction, and it looks like it branches off just outside the screen capture that I shared. Uh, based on what you've said before, my assumption is you are going to go south. I think yep. that's right. Yep. Okay. Mary, make a mark, and we'll turn right. Yep. Come on, Ballista, up on my shoulders. All right. Make a strength save. <laughs> oh, no. We'll check. Make a strength check. My turret is tiny. How tiny? I mean, that's its size. And it how small are you? It in one hand. Oh, yeah, how small oh, are you? Oh, it'll fit in one hand? Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I oh, guess it, it would, is. It it can be held in one hand. I guess it probably means by a medium-sized creature, but also um, it doesn't qualify that you have to be medium-sized to hold it in one hand. But also, if its scale is tiny, that's like a sprite or a pixie. That is quite small. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not going to require you to make a strength check. Uh, my assumption was that it was a small thing, and therefore it's cobalt size. Climbing up it, can, oh, it can yeah. be small or tiny, but I generally summon tiny ones. Okay. Uh, you have a parrot or, in some cases, a cat. <laughs> <laughs> in my home, it's a cat. Um, as you are heading to the south, um, Neri, with your passive perception of 19, and I think Zenosha's is 18? Uh, yes. This is why I get for editing last week's recording earlier today, so I actually was able to remember that, <laughs> because I heard it again. Uh, both of you hear a clacking sound coming from behind you. I turn around and take a look. Okay. I do the same. You see... There is a dog there! <laughs> yes. It, it, it is the, the goodest of dogs. They, <laughs> they are there, and they want to lick your face. This is not true. That would be a better encounter. What you see is a roll for initiative. Okay. <laughs> That qualifies oh, no. as a nope. Is that like a nope? <laughs> it's a different kind of nope than what you've seen before, but it does not appear to be a thing that you re immediately refer to as friend. Oh, that's pretty nope. Is okay, that where Chroma we're might nope still consider so it to be a friend? <laughs> Chroma might look at it and say friend. I'm not going to say the rest of you do. Yeah, Chromie saw Niyogi and thought friend, though, so... Mm -hmm. To be fair, Chroma was mind-controlled by the Niyogi at the time. Actually, okay, no, wait, she did try to diplomacy with them before one of them mind-controlled her. That's how she got mind-controlled. Um, okay, so I am seeing a 19 for Neri, 15 for Zax, 15 for Zenosha, 12 for Chroma, 5 for Snacks. So, yay! Wonderful. It looks like the healer's going last. Snacks, you're a healer, right? Uh, no. <laughs> mm. 
Okay. So you don't have life transference? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if I do, I probably see. don't have it memorized. <laughs> what you see running towards you looks remarkably like this. Uh, it is. That's a nope. That's a nope. So for our listening audience at home, what they see is a humanoid creature that uh, has a very bulbous torso. Uh, its arms and legs don't end in hands and feet. Instead, it ends in long, sharp spikes. It, its head is positioned so that if it was a human, they'd be crouched forward, but the bone structure makes it look like that's just their natural posture. They might not be able to stand up further than that. And its eyes are constantly leaking some dark substance that uh, resembles tears, but it's much more viscous. And it sort of looks like it's some whole weird bulbous torso thing is made of, like, sort of muscles, but not in a way where muscles should be, and I don't like it. Mark this day on your calendars, everyone. Uh, Chroma has found a thing she does not like. <laughs> hey! I haven't liked any of the nopes so far. I mean, yeah. there's that at least. Mm, I do see what Eo means. It looks kind of like muscle tissue, but weaved more like a basket than actual muscles. How far Fast forward tw- 20 sessions, and Chroma will have befriended Cthulhu. <laughs> really, all they wanted to do was take a nap. <laughs> How far away is this thing? Uh, well, it is already within 30 feet because you'd gone around a corner to head to the oh, south. Okay. And it came around from the... It was coming from the east. You came from the west. It came from the east. Now you're both facing... Well, now it's facing south. You're facing north because you don't turn your back on the nope. Some would. Some <laughs> would turn their back on the nope. You are not those someones. And Neri, you have very quick reflexes. You may go first. I do. Thank you. I am going to put Hunter's Mark on it. Let me remember what that does. And I'm going to make two attacks, and I'm going to take a minus five on each of them. Uh, so that's uh, 28. Uh, 28 will hit. And a 15. The 15 will miss. Okay. I like how you took a minus five and still got a 28. <laughs> that's impressive. <laughs> I, rolled a ni- I rolled a 19. Those fighter levels, man. They got bonuses. <laughs> And the one that hits is going to be a grasping error. Two, three, four. Four. Uh-huh. 34 damage. 34 wow. points of damage from one hit. Wow. And uh, it is wrapped up in brimbles. Okay. So its speed is reduced by 10 feet, and it takes 2d6 slashing damage the first time on each turn. It moves one foot or more. All right. Now, looking at this map for where you are, uh, you are all roughly 15 feet away from this thing. It, it is rather close quarters. Uh, but I imagine that distance is not going to stay at 15 feet for very long. Hmm. Especially considering it is JR's turn. So JR is going to do something. You can't see them. They're not here. Hmm. Next up is Zax. Alright, I'm going to go up and hit it with the hammer. I've rolled uh, 19 plus 12 for 31 to hit. That will hit. Okay, here's the damage. It's uh, 5 plus 4 plus 8 for 17. That's my first hit. And the second one, roll to hit, is 14 plus 12 for 26. 
a 26 will also hit. And the damage on that one is 4 plus 5 plus 8 for 17. And I'm okay. done. Okay. It cries. It, it actually oh. lets out a, a wail. Oh. This is disturbing. Oh, no. Um, and Chroma okay, has changed evidence. her mind. Evidence suggests that this thing is probably very terrible, but also that's a sad noise, and now I'm sad. It is definitely a sad noise. It is remarkably so a very sad noise. Imagine, if you will, a cross between a small child not getting what they want and uh, a husky that has not been played with for five minutes. Those are the saddest sounds I can think of right now. Mm-hmm. Zenosha. All right. Um, I'm going to cast Produce Flame, and I can, according to the spell description, I can throw it the same turn I summon it. So I'm throwing it at the knife leg guy. And do I get an advantage because Zox is right there? Zox is right there. So yes, you do get pack tactics. Zox! That's Useful because one of the two... I invented a new sibling! Really? Yeah. Yeah, I, she I think got... they combined Zax and Gox somehow. Yeah, oh, that she makes got sense. <laughs> two of the three letters. You were two thirds correct. Right, right. <clears throat> I like that this is becoming a thing. In high school, I was famously bad with names, so yeah, it's it's been a thing in my life. Oh, but, okay. so um, glad I got pack tactics because one of those dice was a one. Ooh. Fortunately, the other was a twelve for a total of twenty. Uh, that'll hit. Um, for the record, before I came to my current teaching position, I was a traveling art teacher. I had over 2,000 students per year that I got to see once a grading period. So I'm lucky I remember what my name is. <laughs> yeah. All right. Didn't do so well on the rolls, but I do five fire damage with the tiny, tiny fireball I throw at it. There is a sniffle. Oh. Chroma. Um. I'm really not liking this adventure. Can we do a different adventure? Could you unsummon me and resummon me someplace nice, like a beach? Um, if you like. Chroma, please don't. Turret will be helpful in keeping us alive. Yeah. Um, Chroma. Oh, Chroma drops into deep speech, or at least tries to. When she speaks in deep speech, it's more like. Um, sort of medium tone speech because her voice is so high already. <laughs> um, and also way more cheerful. Even a disturbed chroma is way too cheerful for did, the deep speech to have the right get accent. It, did we get it wrong? Did you not want to kill us? If you didn't want to kill us, we can can um unhurt you, and everyone can go on our way. Alone. Oh, oh, that's very sad. Um, are are you looking for friends? So alone. They left me alone. Uh, do you want a a hug? I want to weigh in, but I don't speak deep speak. <laughs> but by the way, this is it's speaking in common. Oh, all right. This is weird. This is the weirdest battle I've been in. This is the, a very weird battle. It's only episode thirty. I guarantee you. We <laughs> the phrase will return. See, won't it? <laughs> you don't even see the portion of the iceberg that the Titanic saw. <laughs> 
okay, I cannot believe I'm doing this. Actually, I'm playing Chroma. I can definitely believe I'm doing this. Chroma is going to to go up to it and try to, like, pat it on the leg. Okay. Chroma, no. Oh, boy. She's making oh, friends no. with it. Oh, no. Oh. It wraps one of its arms around Chroma. The um, spiky portion is on the end, so wrapping its arm around you does not impale you. This is so, so really um, Good hug, friends now? Or are you going to try to absorb me or something? Please don't try to absorb me. It just says alone again. I'm not doing that voice. Oh. <laughs> okay, Chroma so... pats it. All right. Um, <laughs> snacks. Are we fighting this thing or not? Well, I'm honestly not anymore. sure anymore. Has it made any host- has it made any hostile moves? No, it's it ran around rambles. the corner, and then you beat on it, and it started to cry. <laughs> and now Chroma has embraced it. Yes. Uh, how about we start with some sort of check to determine maybe I've read about whatever this thing might be. Why don't we try that first? Okay. What kind of check are you going to make? Um, I'll be honest, it looks undead, but it also looks like... I vote for like, Arcana. Uh, yeah, I was going to... Well, I'm better at Arcana than religion, so... <laughs> actually, I think I'm, I think I'm the same, actually. Uh, yes, I am the same. Um, but I'm going to go with Arcana, since that's, I'm a wizard, that's what I should start with. So, get back here. Dog, dog, dog. <laughs> so, there's a nine, so I probably do not recognize it. Um, uh, I will go with fire shield. Then I will simply go defensive. Okay. In case it tries to stab at me or do something like grab me, it will take damage if it hurts me. Okay. Perhaps it can learn from its mistakes. I will not order the elemental to do anything other than defend itself. Okay. It is quite happy not getting anywhere near this thing. <laughs> All right. It is this thing's turn. At the start of its turn, I'm going to ask Zax and Chroma, mm-hmm. because you are the two Fair enough. that are within five feet of it, to make a mm-hmm. wisdom def- saving throw. Oh, oh boy. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. I have a nine. You do not make the saving throw. Nope. I nat one. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> you both take ten points of psychic damage. Oh, wow. Ow! Um, you feel you... like it, it really is enjoying your company, or at least it's making the company's making it less sad. The, the psychic damage, it doesn't feel like you're being, like, stabbed in the mind. It feels like it's leeching from you. Like, have you ever had that friend where after you've hung out with them, you just feel so drained? Like, it took so many spoons to deal with them? Yep. This is that person. Oh, no. Only take that friend and put spikes on their arms and legs. Um, did you mean to do that? Lonely. And it is going to point one of its spiky arms, one of the, the one that's not hugging Chroma at this moment, um, at Neri. It's got to be at a 19. It does not. Uh, that was a 5 plus 7. Uh, but it does point its spiky arm at Neri, and 
it shoots out like a harpoon. Um, Neri, however, is quite skilled at avoiding projectile weapons, uh, almost as good at that as she is as sending them back at people. Uh, there are bits of this thing that are still attached to the spiky portion of its arm, so it can retract it again after it shot out, and it does just that. Um, and then, the last thing it does on its turn... Oh, wait. I forgot. I need to roll again. Nope. Still not high enough. It gets advantage on its rolls if there's enough people near it. And there are enough people near it. Uh, last thing it's going to do, I would like Chroma to make another wisdom saving throw. This is for a different ability. Oh it's my. because you went in for a hug. Yeah, I figured that would end with wisdom saving throws. Oh, what oh. the side kick? That's the that second nat one in a row for wisdom saving throws. The best part is you have a negative one modifier, so you've technically rolled a zero twice. I mean, considering that I went in for a hug, that... Seems appropriate. Be... Okay. Yeah, that bears out. You take an additional 18 points of psychic damage. Whoa. Ow! Okay, 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 okay. Um... Chroma, do we have your permission to kill this thing now? I'm not going to ask for permission. This has got to stop. So, Miri, you're up. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's now been overtly hostile, so I'm going to shoot bullets at it. It was trying to bring you over for a hug. Yeah, I I mean, my brambles are still there. I don't want to hug it. I mean... Literally, the last ability it used was the the word embrace was in the name. I know. I've never gotten to do that, I don't think. Oh, and each creature within five feet of it. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, you what can still would use it involve? Um, taking a lot of piercing damage. Oh, I can handle it, but I don't think Roma can. Yeah, I don't want to put that to the test. Um, I'm going to make two attacks, and I'll go ahead and take the minus five again. You have advantage this time. I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, will an 18 hit? An 18, if I can get to the right tab, <laughs> hits. All right. Then I'm pretty sure a 20 will. It, the 20 is a glancing blow. <laughs> okay. And you know what? I'm going to make another two attacks. L- let's roll your damage first. Okay. That's... Hang on. Yeah, let's roll this damage first. 49 damage. How do you want to do this? Whoa. Through the eyes. Okay. Thunk, thunk. It stops hugging Chroma and falls over backwards, taking the brambles with it. Are we sure it's dead? You can always hit it with your hammer a few more times to be sure. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I don't want it getting up and falling us down the hallways, you know. It heals ten hit points. <laughs> no, no, no. The, the nope heals ten hit points, and I have been I mean, keeping track. You know. Yeah, I mean, well, if you're keeping track, they're all no. they're all notes. They're all notes, but the the decanter oh. of endless nope, yeah, is where the, you have the nope that heals. Okay, yeah, I'm this gonna go. Unless not it has, healing. unless it has infinite health, it's got to have reached its max by now. We've had several long rests. Yes, that's yeah. like thousands of hit points. All right, I'm going to go and um, squash this thing's head with the hammer so that I know it's not going to come after us. It's a very easy thing for you. Yep. As in, not asking for rolls. No. Mm -mm. Um, it's okay. I can heal me. Okay. Chroma turns a dial on her armor 
and casts Cure Wounds on herself. And heals 12 hit points. Okay. Alright, let's turn around and um, continue south. I am going to use one of my rare spell slots to cast Goodberry. And pass a handful of 10 berries over to Zax. Cool. How much does this... Each of them heals one hit point. Oh, awesome. And I just ate them all at once. Congratulations. <laughs> Neri brought Gorp. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> wow. Well, Goodberry doesn't heal that much, but its primary utility is that it's entire day's worth of food and water. Yeah. yeah. All right. This or is for great. Bit, or for barbarians, maybe about at an hour. That's 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> maybe an hour, but that helped a lot. I didn't know you could do that. I don't very often have spell slots. Ah, uh, okay. That makes sense. The ship eats all that, right? That's true. Yeah, okay. Well, this worked good. Okay. So what's next? That that minus five to my attack rolls, by the way, lets me add plus ten to my damage. I remembered that. Uh, power that, attack! Yeah. That's why we're seeing these massive damage rolls from Neri. And also, in spite of the epic bow, occasionally a miss. Yeah. Every <laughs> once in a blue moon. <laughs> Sometimes you roll a six. <laughs> okay. Uh, Matt, do me a favor. Could you roll, roll percentile knowledge. dice for me? A 93. Fascinating. Thank you. Aww. Sure. Okay. So, as you continue south, this is what you see. Uh, there are several sets of stairs that go down uh, by varying amounts. It looks like it was more of a very hard-to-manage slope, so the stairs were carved in out of necessity than anything else. You do come up to a small room that you can see where the stairs go up into it. My assumption is you do peek your heads in to see what it looks like because that's a right turn and you're doing the right is right thing. The room is completely empty. Actually, no, is it completely empty? Do you examine the room or do you say, nope, nothing here, let's move on? Uh, let's, I'm going to examine it quick in case there's another one of those things in there. Investigation okay. time! I would say, <laughs> let's start with perception checks. Perception? Aww. Aww. <laughs> 24. Ah, wonderful. Um, well, that's a non-natural one. Sidekick does not like you today. Mm-mm. Sidekick does not like me today. To be fair, Chroma went and hugged a nope. <laughs> True. Yeah. Chroma's uh, life choices age. don't like Chroma today either. Can I, uh, can I use my passive perception? Uh, you most certainly may. But for most individuals, their passive perception is not high enough to hit the target score. So, Gotcha. So, with the rolls, you look in and you're like, yeah, there's nothing here. I mean, there's some footprints, there's some dirt, but there's nothing of consequence except on your way out, Zenosha, you realize that on the way in, one of you, when you were scuffing your feet through... Um, or maybe your tail drug over it or something, uh, did uncover a gear. Chroma, can I get you to look at this? Gears are more your specialty. Absolutely! This is where the DM giveth and the DM taketh away, because Chroma was so <laughs> upset about having to roll perception. <laughs> but now she gets to roll investigation. Um, okay, so I would like to use a use of my flash of genius to add a plus four to that. Okay. Uh, so that would make your roll be an 18 instead of a 14. And with uh-huh. that, 
Um, you know exactly what this gear is for. Neat. Yeah, very neat. Matter of fact, you have a love-hate relationship with this particular gear. It has been a bane upon your existence. Maybe you wouldn't use those particular oh, words, but no. someone else would have those words. Every now and then, JR would have difficulty with a shoulder joint, and you'd have to go in and take a look at it over the long voyages that you did before. And this particular gear, you were going to get around to replacing it, but wouldn't you know it, when you're chasing the moon through the phlogiston, you don't have that many spare parts for very special things. This is the one that kept slipping out of place. Oh, no. What is it, Grandma? It's, um, it's from JR's shoulder. Uh, that's not good. No, it's not. To be fair, it could have just slipped out of place. Yeah, it is the one that kept slipping out of place, maybe. So but they, they couldn't way. be fighting very well with that. Yes, they went this way. Hmm. Well, if we keep going in this direction, maybe we'll find them. Okay, you said we saw footprints in this room. Can we tell if they were going the same direction we were going or if they went the direction we came from? It's a very small room, uh, and the stairs that lead into it do not have anything on them that holds footprints very well. This particular area doesn't have a lot of humidity, so there's not a lot of, like, mud that can be tracked. Okay. So, yeah, you can tell that beings were in that room and walked around. Some of the footprints actually look quite old. There's some that look like they're gnomish footprints, and your understanding is all the gnomes left. There are other footprints on top of those that do not appear to be friendly humanoid prints. Okay, just had to try. Okay. Okay, we've been playing for close to an hour. What do you say we take a short break? Yep. Okay, I'm going to press some buttons. That is valid. We'll be right back. We are back. We are short one mat. Matt isn't that short, but we are short one mat. Uh, he is once again doing taxi service for Offspring, which is a thing, and real life comes first. So, uh, you have investigated that little off-street of a cave, and you found a gear, and then you continue onward, doing the whole right is right thing, and the DM should have taken a screenshot before we came back from break, because that would have been wise... <laughs> Oops. But that would imply the DM is good at making wise decisions. Mm. So you failed and, your wisdom check on that one. <laughs> and, and seriously, have you seen these campaigns? The DM does not always make wise decisions. It's how the players keep succeeding in what they do. <laughs> so uh, this particular room appears to have four entrance slash exits. Uh, the one you're coming in is in the northwest corner. Of this map, you're coming down another flight of stairs. Uh, there are passageways that have stairwells uh, to the southeast and the southwest. Uh, directly across from you, 
in the northeast corner. Um, okay, it's an oval room, so corners really of a stretch, but you get the idea. Uh, there is some type of platform that juts out that is a bit too high up for it to be a meaningful entrance slash exit unless something has flying speed. Um, there is also a pool in the middle uh, filled with dark water. Uh, there are no pirates in the dark water. <laughs> Thank you. I'm here all week. And the DM needs to open a thing. Okay, so we can either continue on with the right path, which in this case would take us to the southwest corner, or we can investigate that pool. And I'm not so sure about that pool. Okay, well, a thing came out of the pool just now and plopped down. Okay. It didn't come out to try to attack you. It plopped out and landed on the other side of the pool. It is carrying a handful of things that it lays down on the ground in front of it. It's not facing you, so you can't see what's laying down on the ground, but it seems to be moving them and examining them. Um, hi. And muttering. How big is it? Uh, It is medium-sized. Okay. But it looks very... It is very skinny. It's gaunt, even. Uh, Does not appear very muscular at all. Well, maybe lean muscle. It has a lot of lean muscle, because it looks like it's built for flight, actually. It has bat-like wings coming out from the shoulder blades. Hmm. I would like to sort of edge around the edge of the wall until I'm within its field of view. Oh, you already said hello, and they turned and looked at you. Oh, okay. okay. There you go. To look at <laughs> I took hello was enough. Yeah. Okay, it, I, I did not realize it was looking at me now. Oh, yeah. Well, I thought I was being ignored. Uh, a chroma yelling out hello does tend to draw the attention of most beings from whatever plane. <laughs> chroma <laughs> waves. Uh, this being uh, snatches up whatever it had just plopped down on the ground and skids further away from you. No, 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 it's okay. It's okay. I don't want to mess with your things. It grunts at you. Do you mind if we come through here? It looks to the left and the right, and then kind of just shrugs. Okay, well, this thing doesn't seem hostile, but it also doesn't seem like it wants us here, so let's continue with turning right. Okay. All right. As as you... uh, uh Uh-huh. As you start to turn right, it starts putting down the things that it was carrying again, and they do appear to be small bones. Um, maybe it had lunch? They could be from a fish or something. Yeah. They are definitely not fish bones. Chroma sets down the rock with googly eyes on it before uh, following the others. You know, when you find JR again, they're going to be upset that you left that. (laughs) Oh! That's not true. That's not true. JR actually feels bad about buying you dinosaur poop. (laughs) <laughs> it sniffs and goes back to looking at its bones uh chroma mm-hmm. give me a nature check i would allow niri to do this too for different reasons the druid doesn't get to make a nature check <laughs> for 22. this particular case for this particular case um this particular druid yeah sure the druid may also make the same nature check surprisingly i also got a 22 fantastic I've got a seven, so it doesn't matter. That no. I got one. <laughs> no. It wasn't meant to be. I was going to say, for this particular case, no, but then I remembered who your patron was, and I was like, no, yeah, yeah, you would have had to sit through classes about this. Um, so those are both 
the t- the two successful rolls are very good. Uh, the bones it's examining are dragon bones. Oh. Smaller dragon bones, but dragon bones. Smaller dragon bones is in smaller small dragon bones from as in smaller dragon. I mean, even full-sized adult dragons will have some bones that are larger than others and smaller than others, but these appear to be that of maybe a hatchling. Oh. It holds one of them up and looks at it and sniffs. Hmm. If any of your characters had read Shakespeare, you'd be getting a very strong, alas, poor Yorick. (laughs) Yeah. That would be the vibe. All right, so what what kind of bones is it messing with? uh, There seem to be some wing bones. There is definitely a small dragon skull, which is how you recognize them to be dragon bones. If I could see the dragon skull, I would know. So um, does this thing eat dragons then, or...? It still might have just found the bones. It that could be. doesn't seem too overtly hostile. Yeah. But hatchling, some poor hatchling got... On the other hand, knowing whose cavern this was... I mean, okay, it would have been an awkward conversation, but a hatchling's a hatchling, right? This would have been a long time ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It'd have been either a full-grown dragon or gone by now, one way or the other. Let's, uh, let's keep following the path. Yeah, I guess I'll pick. Really good idea. I guess I'll pick my rock back up. Tell me your secrets. Huh? My oh, secrets? No, just to us. It doesn't seem to be looking at you. Um, it's talking to the bones, isn't it? Yeah. Well, this place is really creepy. I don't know if I have any secrets. Chroma, Chroma, well, it's not talking to us. Do you know? Yes, yes, I know you died young. It's not talking to you, Chroma. Yeah, it's definitely not talking to me. Let's leave it to the. Uh, conversation it's having with Bones and uh, move on, I think. Yes, I know your mom was powerful. Yes, yes. Haven't spoken to her yet. Still looking. Okay, that doesn't sound good at all. I mean, it's just, it seems to be using the Bones to just talk to the dead. Yeah, but I thought that the uh, dragon melted or something. I know she's here, but where? Where would she be? Maybe it's a cleric. I mean, it doesn't look very clericy, but that might be what cleric... It might not need, like, um, holy symbols for its religion. It places the skull down and looks directly at you and says, I'm right here. You are very annoyed. That's... Yeah, she has that effect on people sometimes. Sorry. I, uh... <clears throat> I have a question about a game mechanic. Okay. Um, the ranger's primeval awareness ability is actually phrased differently in the summary on the features and traits and in the full description. For one minute per level of the spell slot you expend, you can sense whether the following types of creatures are present within one mile of you, or within up to six miles if you're in your favorite terrain. I'm not. Aberrations, Celestials, Dragons, Elementals, Fae, Fiends, and Undead. The feature doesn't reveal the creature's location or number. I'm concerned about the and. Is that an inclusive and, or do I get? can I pick one? Um... I've seen it as an inclusive and when I've interpreted similar abilities for things like paladins. Okay. Then that ability is useless to me right now. I, as an inclusive and, I did tell the recipient what they did see or sense. I didn't say, oh, "Oh, yeah, one of those things is nearby. I said, oh, yeah, there's a fae nearby. Okay. Then I'm going to use that ability. Okay. Read that list for me again. Aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals. Fae, fiends, or undead within one mile. Yes, and give me a second. Aberrations, definitely. Okay. 
Matter of fact, you may have fought some aberrations recently. So, yes. I thought thought that might be the case. And I know there's an elemental. This thing says in Terran, I'm right here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I I don't want to keep asking you to read the list for me over and over again, so I went to your character sheet to to see it so I can go through it and tick it off. Okay. Um, Undead, for the range that you have, one mile. Okay. Um... There are no undead within one mile of here. Okay. There definitely are aberrations. All right. There are no celestials. Okay. There are no dragons. Okay. There are elementals. There are no fey or fiends. So you've got aberrations and elementals. Okay. Oh, I feel better about that. Anyway, let's Let's, just uh, go. Let's let's make our way. Yeah. Making your way downtown? (laughs) Walking fast. You are not homebound. <laughs> no. You're not even homestuck. Uh, once we're... I don't know much about homestuck, but that's probably good. Once we're around the bend and the the bat creature probably can't hear us, I will say, okay, I was concerned when the creature said, I know your mother is here somewhere, but uh, there are no dragons or undead within a mile of us. So it's not here. So probably. Whatever well, it means... It's able to talk to skeletons, so it, well, the spirit of whatever being the skeleton belongs to. So all it needs is bones to talk to that thing's mother. Well, it thinks it can. Fair point. Yeah. I won't require a role for any of you to realize that it's possible for a cleric to talk to the undead. And if oh, a yeah. cleric can but do it, other beings can do it too. Sex wouldn't know. <laughs> I don't know what class it has. I don't know. It looks like a barbarian, though. Hmm? Is by I'm saying you know it's a possible thing. Okay. It's a possible thing, but it's also possible that it's nuts. I mean, it's been hanging out in this cave, and you've already been told the cave was messing with the people. Right. So well, as long as going. it doesn't mess with us, I'm going to leave it alone. Down the Southwest Passage. Yep. Okay. Ellie, it is your turn to roll percentile die. Neat. And refresh my memory. Chroma, did you pick up the pre-coprolite I googly think- eye? Yes. Okay. 74. 74. Ooh, that's a big one. What does that get us? Dogs. <laughs> I mean, um, not 100% wrong. Hellhound? Ooh. No, there were no fiends. Fair. All right, so we go around the corner. Okay. Uh, it is a series of stairs. Each goes up a ways and you see like smears on the ground Hmm. smears of what uh i won't require a nature check for you to think that it is blood but it is oh wait yeah you've seen this recently so um the nopes that you turned into Uh, pancakes yeah this is syrup Hmm. so somebody either killed a nope down here or there's one hiding Possibly ill, maybe dead. Well, during the fight, did one of those things pull its own arm off? Uh, no, one of them had an arm that had been pulled off. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was an aftermarket modification, but not one made on the fly. I mean, probably was made on the fly, just not was made on the fly. You get the idea. Yeah. But this is what you're seeing on your way down this tunnel. You have not reached it, the end yet. Does it smell like there's a nope down here? Um... If by smell you mean the smell of a thousand corpses that you get 
as a, a whiff from Chroma's bag of nope every now and then, no, you don't smell that. Okay. It mostly smells like stale air. Well, because, it's a cave. you know, cave. Yeah, that's all right. Should we just go to the end to make sure yeah. there's nothing? Yeah. Let's right. go yeah. to the end to make sure there's nothing. Yeah, at this point, you don't know there is an end. For all you know, this th- like takes you back outside or something. It's we're we're metagaming because I already shared the oh. end with you. <laughs> right, but I mean, yeah, there, there may be an end somewhere. You know, it's possible. Okay. Um, Let's go up and see where all the staircases lead. Okay, at, before you start ascending that last staircase, uh, you start like uh, up ahead. You hear munchings and crunchings. Okay, something's there. Possibly even scarfings. Something's hungry. It's a, um, also probably a very messy eater from the sounds of it. I'm a barbarian. I've seen messy eaters before. <laughs> well, I mean, that is not the sound that would get made if something was doing things to JR. You'd hear uh, a lot more, like, clanging. Yeah. So, the crunching uh, would be decidedly different in its texture. All right, do we so, want to fight them? Or these are very wet mean? sounds. Uh, let's at going. least go ahead. How far are we from... Can, can we see the end of the tunnel? Uh, no. If the staircase wasn't there, I would say yes, you'd be able to. But the staircase goes up at an angle where you can't really see what's going on at the top of it. You, the player, know that it dead ends. You, the character, knows the staircase goes up and you hear something up there. Okay, I'm gonna quietly ascend the staircase. My, Hang on. You want my invisibility belt? No. Okay. I'm gonna quietly ascend the staircase until I until I can see what's at the top of it. Give me a stealth check. Okay, I get advantage on them. Uh, nine and a, uh, nineteen is what I rolled. Okay. Uh, looking at this. All right, you see a thing that I will okay. copy the image for. Cool. Yes. It does not see you. It is not in that position that it is for this particular artwork at all. Instead, oh, and by the way, to describe this for our audience at home, uh, it is a rather gaunt being. Now, the previous gaunt being that you encountered was like lean muscle because it used them for flying and stuff. This is gaunt in the emaciated sense. Uh, the details of the skull are outlined on its face because there's 0% body fat. You can see every rib and the muscles that go across, there seem to be some that have atrophied or gone away entirely. So there's strands of ropey muscle, but not a whole lot. Uh, The bones for the joints are very clearly defined with very small bulges where the muscle um, groupings are in the forearms. Its arms are, and legs are longer than what you would normally see in a humanoid uh, with webbing between the clawed hands. And it is currently breaking apart a bone to get to the marrow inside. And after it sucks the marrow out, it starts eating the bone. But you are stealthy enough, and I rolled low enough for their perception check that they are fixated on whatever this thing is that they're eating. Okay. Um... How far away from the top of the stairs is the creature? About 10 feet from the top of the stairs. Okay. And I can see from at this point that the, the cavern ends. Yes, it's a dead end. Okay. Very I'm clearly for I, whatever this thing 
is eating because the smears that you saw on the staircases coming up here, there's a lot of them against the back wall. Oh. I'm going to creep back down to the rest of the party. Okay. Do we want to fight? Is it blocking another hallway? No. It's a dead end. But it's eating something, right? Oh, it's it's quite dead. It's it's eating bones at this point. Eating right, but bones. I mean, if if this thing's still hungry, it could come after us. That's true. But it'll probably take a while. I think it's probably safer just to continue yeah. on. Let's leave it. Okay. Mm, all right. Come on, Zex. There'll probably be lots of other things to fight. Oh, I'm sure there will. I just don't want something coming up behind us. And I've already spent my lightning bolt, so I want to preserve our resources. That's fair. All right. Let's backtrack. Okay. Okay. So you backtrack your way back into the room with the pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lifeguard is not on duty. <laughs> but the creature with the wings and bones is still there. And at this point... They are currently, they've pulled out a small knife or stylus, and they are carving something into the skull that they were talking to earlier. Don't mind us, we're just taking another door. You again. You find a big dragon bone, let me know. We'll keep an eye out. She's here somewhere. What a story. Hmm. And we'll continue on with our right is right. You know, I kind of like this guy. Hmm. At least he's leaving us alone. Yeah, considering the other things we've met in this place. Yeah, he doesn't want to fight us, and he doesn't want to eat us, and he doesn't want to, like, throw things at us, so... Are you saying this in character? Mm Mm-hmm. Eat you. (laughs) (laughs) Stories. Like stories. Oh. Um, Hang on. Not you. The living still have stories to go. The dead. Ah. Their stories are complete. Usually. Sometimes they come back. Not this one, though. This one's dead. Interesting take on things. We'll let you know if we find big dragon bones. When I die, I'll come back here, and you can listen to how we got the moon back. I need the bones. I'll arrange it. Anyway, I think we're headed headed down the the southeastern passage now. Okay, and at this point, as I copy-paste the next part of the map, I would like Eo to roll me percentile die. Okay. I don't know why I chroma voiced to that. No, why not? Because you're playing chroma. (laughs) Yeah. We have a 33. What will that get us this time? Hmm. I also don't remember if we got a roll for this particular bracket of percentile die before. I Ooh. don't remember. But if we did, we it's changed since last time. Because like I said, it changes. A river coming out of one wall and flowing into another wall with a bridge over it. We're way back in season one. We are. <laughs> At the very beginning of season one. Oh, no. Only this room looks that. like it's carved out. This, these are not rough walls. So it's rough walls for the passage on the way in, but this room, those are straight lines. Mm. Uh, there, there does appear to be some erosion at the side where the river is flowing um, out, but without that erosion there, this room would have been an octagon. You've been fighting nopes. This room would have been a stop sign. Or a UFC match. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you wanted to be a UFC match. Is there anything okay. in here other than the bridge and the water? It's a very good question. Do we need to roll something to find the answer? <laughs> well, you don't see anything just by looking around. If you want to make a roll okay. for something, I'll allow it. But none of you has a passive perception so, that's going to make me reveal additional details at this point. Oh, okay. Okay, so yeah, perception. this room is carved out. Let's at least spend a moment examining it. Uh, 26 on my perception roll. Oh, wonderful. 
So yeah, this room looks like at some point it had some nefarious puzzle or trap that, based on the history of the place, was likely put in by Malathomax herself at some point to uh, annoy, imprison, or destroy visitors. Uh, The gnomes who came in afterwards most likely got rid of all of the things that would kill you. Oh, right, the gnomes. Yeah, because the gnomes came in for doing research and stuff. Um, And it looks like with the two rolls that I've been told about so far that are over 20, um, you see that there are scratches along the walls. Hmm. Hmm. And on the floor. So it look like claw marks or like scratches from whatever tools the gnomes used? They're parallel scratches, so normally that would be from claws. And Mm. the reason why I required a roll so high, because... Obviously, if I said none of your passive perceptions are high enough, one of you's got a 19. <laughs> I tried it pretty high. Right. <laughs> uh, some of those scratches weren't there the last time you looked at those walls. Some of them were. Oh. Something's here we can't see? Yes. Book it, guys. Which way? Cross the bridge Down. and over? Cross the Down. bridge. Cross the bridge? All right. Let's go. Okay. All right. Um... Okay. As you start booking it towards the bridge... Uh, some claw marks start appearing on the floor, moving towards you. How far away? Uh, it's not that big a room, so I would say when they start moving towards you, they are like 20 feet from the starting point, and they're moving for it, towards you. I, I would argue maybe a speed of 30 feet per six seconds. Shatter grenade! Oh, jeez. Oh, boy. What does that do? Um, I'm going to... Quit towards a bit past the the marks I think I don't know how far we are from it it has a ra- a 10 foot radius sphere and you think you can get it there with you can throw it far enough away and still have it be near the marks okay and what does it do um constitution saving throw dc 16 3d8 thunder damage on a failed save half as much on a successful one a creature made of inorganic... Actually, I have made errors. I really hope this doesn't have JR. Oh. Well, if I might ease your tension a little bit, whatever took JR, you saw its hands holding the garrote wire. Yeah, it was not invisible and clawy. Okay, roll your damage. All right. Um, I've got my arcane firearm so I guess I can use it in this so I will add the arcane firearms thing. I'm not very words right now. It's the pollen. Understandable. Ha! You do 19 points of damage to a thing you can't even see. Nice. (laughs) If you'd have tried to do any other thing you'd be rolling disadvantage because the whole can't see it thing but no you had to do a thing where it had to make a saving throw. (laughs) <laughs> so there is a movie a big trouble in little china mm-hmm. where near the end the wise old instructor that gives everyone magic powers and stuff to, to defeat the big bad uh throws something down a tunnel and there's an explosion and he says it won't come out again and the question is like well what won't come out again what was it and they never get an answer <laughs> this is kind of like that <laughs> there's an explosion there's a sort of muted scream and for the briefest of moments mostly because of the shrapnel and 
bits of ground that are tossed up from the grenade going off. You see the outline of a humanoid that, I mean, its proportions were very human. The only thing that, the only things that made it not appear human were, one, invisible, two, the fingers were very long, and adding in sharp points, though they were claws. But usually when you see something like that, there's other things like elongated arms or like scary looking faces or whatever. This was human, but with long fingers. It's like when you see that kid that folds paper into triangles and puts the triangle on each of their fingers. Oh, okay. Because I, I've been teaching for two decades and they <laughs> still do that. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's what you see very briefly. And when the dust settles, it's gone. But I can see it. You saw it briefly in the explosion of the grenade. I could see it very briefly in the explosion of the grenade, and that's enough for me. I cast Hunter's Mark. Hunter's Mark doesn't last. Oh. That's alarming. Chroma did one point more than it had. Oh, it's not working because it's dead. (laughs) Okay, then. If there's another one of these in the room, you could transfer it to them if you knew where they were, but you don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm getting my area of effect spells ready just in case, but let's get out of the room with the invisible people. Yeah. 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 I mean, Chroma might have killed let's, them all for all we know. Let's continue booking it, gang. All right. I am really happy with how this adventure is going. I hope you're enjoying yourselves, too. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen from one room to the next. It's glorious. <laughs> and now we are ready for Jen to roll percentile die. Okay. It's the one with two in it. It's yes, yes it's the two D ten. And it says twelve. Oh wonderful. That's the one where nothing happens. <laughs> you keep saying that. <laughs> I need to adjust my table so we don't get repeats. Impressive instincts, Chroma. Thanks. Yeah, that was really good. Ha <laughs> Uh oh, I know that sound. That's the sound that you get right before the DM says you get inspiration. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that is the sound you hear right before the DM says you get yeah, inspiration. Generally. Yeah, generally. Yeah, it is. Okay, this is going to be tricky because the room bends in a way around other rooms, and I don't want to do spoilers. Okay. Mm. See the marquee tool. Yeah, but I'm using Firefox's screenshot feature, so that screenshot. doesn't do marquee. Right. Okay, so this is the hallway you go down. You can see it opens up in a spot, and then it gets narrow again. You continue on doing right is right, right is right, right is right. At the bottom where it has that staircase that goes into a dot for some reason, ignore that. I'm not bothering with that feature of the map. I'm just going to say that it opens up into a wider cavern, and I'm going to screenshot the cavern. Okay, so this cavern Uh is very spacious. It is multi-layered. Uh, you are coming in in a lower portion of it. So those lines that you see going through the cavern, those are ridges. You can climb up them, especially as kobolds, but even someone as awkward as a human would probably be able to climb up these slopes. Okay. Is this How where it happened? It? I don't know. The the I don't want to call them rings with the splotches in the middle. Are those pillars, or are they... Um... Those are stalagmites. Okay. 
Okay. There are plenty more stalactites, but they are high up enough that unless they don't you, the map. Yeah. Unless you're flying, they're not going to be an issue. Okay. A geologist would love this place. Mm-hmm. No, a geologist would go insane in this place. Uh, if you spoke to the gnomes that were researching this area, they actually have a short list of names for you. Huh. Hmm. Of geologists that went insane in this place? The last and- one was taken away, kicking and screaming, going, But it makes no sense! There shouldn't be limestone here! Why is there limestone? Someone <laughs> brought in a bunch of limestone and then cast mold earth. But why would you do that? It's like having a mountain in the Aesthetic? middle of a plain. Wait, this is a mountain in the middle of a plain. What's Bad going taste. on? <laughs> Bad taste, probably. All right, and let's start climbing and see what's at the north of the room. Okay. All right. All yeah, right. So everyone with a passive perception above 10 knows you're not Which alone. Which means everyone but me. Oh, yeah. I got a 14. We're and not alone. We are? In what way are we not alone? Um, in the way that there's a lot of things kind of like hiding behind other things and peering out at you. When you turn to look, they duck down again. Mm-hmm. And they're on the other side of the thing we're climbing? They okay. are, well, yes. And also over there. And also over there. Oh, there might be a us. few up there. Okay. When I say a lot, I do mean a lot. How big is this room? It is, let's put it this way. There's spots where Chroma could probably use a fireball and not hit you. Okay. So, um, we're Hello, being watched. People. Hello, friends or foes. Oh, boy. Give me a second here. I'd like to vote for friends if you're listening. Assuming they speak our language. True. You I hear will... a chittering sound. Oh, no. What? Have we heard that before? Oh, Chroma knows this kind of chitter. Oh, no. <laughs> And you all feel a sense of dread come over you. We're surrounded by the spiders, aren't we? Take out the horn of heroism. Do I know? Everybody in the party gets four temporary hit points. Nice. And is immune to being frightened for the next hour. Does the chittering sound like words to me? Yes. Many of them that are chittering are talking about food. Oh, no. Now, these things are small. They are... Relatively cobalt-sized. The thing that Neri saw that was eating was more medium-sized. But these are small, and there's a lot of them. Are they Neogi? They are not Neogi. Okay, good. I was worried there were, like, Neogi and a horde of mind-controlled thingies here. Uh, uh, give me a perception check to see how many details I can point out to you. I don't have art to share oh, for yeah. this one. Okay. Everyone or just Chroma? Anyone? Well, you all know you're surrounded at this point. 17. Not bad. Yeah, I'm surprised too. Okay, so... 26, not 36. And a 15 is good too from Zax. I see a 16 for Neri. Okay, fantastic. So uh, these creatures, they have fangs, but they don't have lips. Congratulations. Apparently, uh, this is... There is balance in the universe... Modrons have lips. These things don't. (laughs) Well, Modrons wouldn't do it if it wasn't balanced. It might be better if these were the things with lips and the Modrons didn't. But that's not where we are. said balance was pretty. I mean, without lips, how is a Modron going to play the trombone? Fair. I Mm. mean, the first Modron I had you encounter was a bard. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. Their name was 837... 837 Yeah, that's it. Jenny! Oh! Yep. Made that joke when they introduced themselves. Mm -hmm. They had a speech impediment. They're still out there, by the way. They may be encountered by one of the Saturday games. Oh, fun. I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Hello, my name is Jen, Jen, Jenny. They, <laughs> their speech impediment was they would stop at usually a syllable at the very start of a sentence and repeat it several times in a row before continuing on, like an uncomfortable number of times. So yeah. these these beings, they're fanged and lipless, so they all look like they're smiling at you. Maybe they are. Maybe those smiling faces are the reason why you feel a sense of dread. Uh, They have very spindly legs and very long arms, and there are bristles and spines not covering them evenly. They're in odd patches. It's not symmetrical. It's not the same on each one of them. It's random. The skin that shows, and there's more skin than bristles, is very pallid. And their long fingers end in broken and dirty nails. The ones that are not talking about food are confused. They're wondering why you're here. We're just here to investigate thingies. I guess like the gnomes were, but probably not exactly the way the gnomes were doing it. I don't know how the gnomes were doing it. And if you don't try to eat us, we'll be nice to you. Chroma, do you understand these things? Laughter is weird in deep speech. Yeah, they speak deep speech. Okay, can you translate for me? Um, I think some of them want to eat us and some of them are confused. No, I mean, can you translate what I'm about to say? Oh, sure. We won't attack you if you don't attack us. But if you attack your, us, you will die. Um, Neri says um, that she agrees with the thing I said about if you don't attack us. We won't attack you, and also would like to note that if you attack us, um, you're going to die. Which, um, is kind of true. Evidence which suggests that that's usually what happens. So, maybe don't. I don't want to kill you. Um, that, that last part was me, not Neri. <laughs> <laughs> the responses that you receive are varied. There's some that are still laughing at you. Uh, there are some that are calling out to each other, which of you looks like you're the most tasty? Which right now you still have an earth elemental and a turret with you. Some of them have actually called dibs on the turret, which doesn't speak well for their intelligence. Hmm. Oh dear. (laughs) Sorry. Wasn't actually your fault. um, That makes me feel slightly better, but I'm still concerned because I know what that feels like. The ones that seem to be more aware of the situation at hand, by your reckoning, because they're not talking about eating you currently, which means that either they did a pretty good insight check, or maybe they already ate. You don't know. Um, Are saying, it might be much more interesting if you meet the seer. Yes, let the seer deal with you. Sure. So what's going on now? They're introducing us to a seer. Didn't you say they wanted to eat us a moment ago? Yeah, some of them do. Lying? The smart ones don't. Wouldn't taking some of us them to want the seer... to eat the turret. 
I'm just worried that taking us to the seer is really their way of saying, we'll, we'll take you to the big tough one that might actually be able to kill you. Well, I mean, I guess they could try. They I regret try. to inform them that I do not provide a daily supply of caloric intake. <laughs> um, Ballista here says that um, it's not edible, which is true. I should know. I built it. The ones that were talking about eating the ballista have <laughs> changed their opinion, and they're much more interested uh, in eating the talking one. Eh, I have a higher AC. <laughs> in your half plate, you're described as crunchy outside, chewy center. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. However, at this point, they're all keeping their distances from you. Probably smart. So, um, if the seer wants to come talk to us, I'd be happy to talk to them. The chittering stops. And there is a pause. Some of them look at each other. And then there is a mass exodus as they swarm out that particular exit to the southeast. Chroma, I don't know what you said, but good job. Yeah, I'm um, not so sure. Thanks. I don't know I if he's carrying him off or I something else. But just you be take prepared. after your mom. <laughs> Could be that, you know. Maybe you scared him off. But, uh... but I didn't even laugh at all. <laughs> Just be prepared. Something's coming. Yeah. Let's uh, let's at least move up to the um, one, two, three, fourth level between the uh, between the two upper stalagmites, so that we can uh, proceed northward if they don't come back. Okay, that'll give us some cover yeah. on both sides. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, when you reach the top of that area, you can see a bit more of that particular part of the chamber, including a staircase leading down where the sides of that staircase appear to be carved out. Most of this room is very much, looks like it's naturally formed, but this particular stairwell is very clearly carved out. Okay. Chroma, what did you say to them? That um, if the seer wanted to talk to us, we'd be happy to talk. Did they, did they ask us to follow them or something? No, they just stopped saying anything and ran away. That makes me think something big is coming. Maybe it's yeah. Maybe they're afraid of the seer? I don't know. I'm guessing they're afraid of the seer and not me because um, I didn't do anything scary. I mean, Neri said scary things, but that's not when they ran. That's true. Well, we can wait a minute and see what happens, or we can move on, but whatever. If something's coming, it's going to find us anyway, probably. I, I thought we wait a couple minutes, and if nothing happens... All right. Sounds fair. That's not okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that sounds big. <laughs> which way is it tell which... from? Yes. That. At this point, not yet. Mm. <laughs> okay, let's all circle up and keep an eye out. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. And we're, what, between those two selectite things, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Shield ready. Turret on shoulder. Eventually, you can start to tell where it's coming from. It's not coming from the southeast where all of these things left. It's not coming from where you came from. It is coming from one of the passageways to the southwest. Okay. And your spot, you you have the high ground, so the fight is already over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that's come, only if there's lava everywhere. That can be arranged. <laughs> Given, yeah. given the nature of most of the stalagmites in here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you do have the high ground, so you see... Uh, actually, this room is large enough that your dark vision, it, it's 60 feet, right? 
Uh, it yes. throws me off because Mazir had like 120. Mm. Uh, darned warlocks. But in this particular <laughs> case, you can't see that stairwell. It's too far away. That's over 60 feet uh. away. So, but you you do remember seeing that stairwell when you were coming into the room. Right. You hear it coming from that direction. And eventually coming into view, you see one of these. Oh, it is wow. obviously mechanical. It uh. is quite large. One might argue it might still be considered medium-sized, but it's big for medium in the way that a dragonborn is big for medium. Wow! Um, like a okay. Taran or a Jernai is still humanoid-sized, but they're big. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is carrying... It does not carry weapons. Well, one could use these things as weapons if they chose, but it looks like in each of its very large armored hands... It is holding a shield that is partially bolted to the arm. Matter of fact, you're not entirely sure that the hands that are holding those shields would ever be able to let go of the shields because of how the shields are bolted to the forearms. They're just kind of there. And it walks into the center of the room and begins to look around. Hello. Oh. Here we go. It immediately turns towards Chroma. Chroma waves. It waves. Hi! Interesting. It runs towards you. Okay. Chroma will uh, cheerfully take a few steps towards it. Yep. It moves at 60 feet. You look fantastic. Please tell us if you're friendly. You're not acting very friendly right now. It waved. And then it started charging us. Maybe it really wants to make friends. It charges up the slope to your position. And it waves again. Chroma move. Chroma waves back. It waves again. Okay, um, we've established we've got the wave thing. JR? It jumps. Whoa. JR? What? Uh. The chest piece opens up, and inside you see a JR. I found a thing. Yeah. Dead. Oh I my gosh. JR. JR, you're all right. I found your shoulder joint. That will be useful. Oh my gosh. And Look that's where we're going to end it for tonight. Wow. <laughs> okay. That's amazing. I don't know if this link is going to work, but I'm going to post it in chat anyway. This is the thing that JR okay. found. Uh, I'm posting this in Twitch chat for LFA. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, that's good, because LFA can't see what's in the Discord chat. Right yes. Now. Yes. <laughs> I, apparently, LFA can see it. All right. So that's where we're ending tonight's session. Thank you, everyone, for playing. Thank wow. you, everyone, for listening. Tonight, I've been joined by a bunch of awesome people, including But Not Limited 2. Archbeth hanging out in chat, LFA hanging out in chat, Ellie, Eo, Jen, Cindy, Matt was with us for the first half. Let's do some plugs. All right. Uh, Ellie runs a social network. Elek, E-L-E-K-K dot X-Y-Z. It runs on uh, a Mastodon compatible service. So if you have a Mastodon or other activity pub account, uh, you can follow us. Our various social media are linked in the cast page. So go ahead and click on that link at wherever this podcast is found, and you can see all that information. Eo's mom writes books. You can find those at elizabeth-mccoy.com. Jen has a blog and podcast. You can get that at bookofjen.net. Cindy is awesome. Don't have anything to link for Cindy, but Cindy is awesome. Cindy is awesome. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's worth noting. Uh, true. Thank you. Matt's... Matt's brother-in-law also writes books. You can get those at nogodsbeforeus.com. 
And we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Gaming. Help us keep the lights on, along with other illustrious patrons, including Chris, Cindy, Ellie, Eric, and Mickey. And we also have a Cobalt in Space game. What? We do. And that, let me see if I can find the link, because of course I misplaced it. Uh, Crashthedm.itch.io slash Cobalt's hyphen in hyphen space. Uh, it is not D&D. It is much simpler rules. In theory, they're easier to pick up. There's only four stats. Ellie even made a random Cobalt Adventure generator based on these rules. That's linked in that particular game. It is um, a free-to-play game. Not free as in loot boxes, although that would be a way to monetize. <laughs> I don't know how you would, but... You can't see me because I don't have a webcam set up, but I am currently rubbing my fingers over my beard, thinking, hmm. <laughs> you are that emoji. Boxes, you, know? <laughs> you say. I did read a D&D horror story about a DM who did that to his campaign. I mean, if all the players were into it as a mechanic and there was no actual, like, money-changing hands, I could find amusement in creating a parody of loot boxes. Ah, Okay. But I don't want to make a game that has actual real loot boxes where you have to pay to open them. I've got 15,000 loot boxes. I'm over-encumbered. Well, as luck would have it, all you need to do is purchase these keys and you can start opening them. No. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. Uh, The suggested price for Cobalt and Space is $2, but it is pay what you want. So most people who have downloaded it have downloaded it for free and... That's fine. I'm cool with that. Uh, I want people to enjoy this game. So there's that, and there's additional stuff that is in the works. By the time this podcast is heard in the RSS feed, there will be additional content for it besides the base rules. Like 121 adversaries, because of course I had to come up with sets for 121 adversaries. Naturally. Yes. Well, it's it's you roll 2d6, you can get 11 possible numbers, so... You roll 2d6 to find out what category of adversary you're fight facing. And each of those is a table where you roll 2d6. 11 mm-hmm. times 11. It makes total sense. Mm. Seriously. Oh, it, it absolutely makes sense. I'm just looking forward to progr- the, programming the bit of the generator. Yes. Although you'll be copy-pasting. <laughs> Some of it. Yeah, I'm the one looking at it going, oh, why did, why did, I, why did I say I was going to make a list of 12 of these? Oh, well. I like it with that. All right, so with all of that said, this has been Crash, and until next time, JR waves. <laughs> now he waves with a shield the size of a kobold. They found a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> JR waves with this, a shield the size of three kobolds in a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs>